Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that is a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Joe. I'm your host tonight, and tonight I'm joined. I'm joined by not one, not two, but three of my DDP brothers. First, we're going to go real north to the land of Lincoln. Mr. Dan Rossi. Dan, welcome to DDP today. How are you tonight, brother? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little... I, I was coming in tonight a little bit tired. I've I, At the firehouse the last 48 hours, and just being gone from home that long, you just... Even though we weren't crazy busy at night, it's just... You're just... I'm kind of glad to be in my own house, sleep in my own bed tonight. Uh, but I'm glad. I'm really excited about our topic tonight, so I can't wait to get into that. I mean, I thought you guys just like hung around and cooked meals and slapping yeah. down the pole in the firehouse. I mean, right? Yeah, we just kind of relax in the recliners and don't do anything. But <laughs> now we we do do that sometimes. But again, when when uh, when emergency calls, then we got to get up and go. So, yeah, well, there's downtimes. But uh, like I said, there's there's times where lots of my friends who give me uh, some some junk about being a fireman and maybe not being so busy all the time. There's some things that we do that they wouldn't do in a million years. So. Uh, you know, we we get, we don't get paid for what we do. We get paid for what we might have to do at any given. That's moment, right. So. It's the words right out of my mouth. It's yeah. the words that Mike and I live by. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and speaking of Mike, uh, going up to the Grand Strand of South Carolina, Mr. Mike Stolfi. Mike, welcome to the show tonight. How are you tonight, my brother? Man, I missed you guys. It's been like I feel like it's been months <laughs> since I've been on this show. I mean, our Patreon people have been able to hear me because I've been able to be able to jump on a few of those. Uh, work's been a little crazy. We've been kind of busy. Uh, home life here has been a little nutty, but um, but other than that, I'm glad to be back on a regular schedule. I'm glad to be you know be, uh, you know recording with you guys tonight. Um, I'm super excited. Before I forget, I want to say uh, super shout out to Sarah because it's going to be her 21st birthday this week. So uh, we're going to be celebrating on Friday night to be able to drink her first. First uh, beer uh, legally, I guess you could say. So we're uh, the, the the partying is getting ready. We're uh, getting ready to decorate her room and do a bunch of other stuff at where she where she dorms at. So uh, so I'm excited for her. So it's, it's a fun, exciting week in the Stolfi household when we hit a milestone birthday. So we're really looking forward to that. Did you guys see the smirk on Mike's face? I know this is an audio show right now, but the smirk on Mike's face when he's talking about. Her twenty first birthday coming up. I think Mike's more excited than anything else. I think for uh, for this milestone, which is awesome. So, yes, uh, R.I.P. So, to the fake ID. That's right, man. That's <laughs> right. So, I figure we need a third co-host tonight, and I guess we're are we scraping the bottom of the barrel? I'm not quite sure, but we're gonna go low down to the low country of South Carolina. The one, the only, Mr. Justin Cedar. Justin, welcome to the show tonight, brother. How are you today? I'm good, man. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. I will tell you that. I'm in my new thinking chair. I got a new chair up here in the uh, in the re- in the studio area, and uh, I'm not at my computer desk. I'm I'm laid back. I got some TVs on above me. I'm like, I told Joe, I said I'm too really I'm too relaxed to host tonight, man. You 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 rock this out. Um, everything's great. I you know getting excited. Dan and I are going to be down in uh, Orlando coming up really really shortly. When this thing drops, we'll be like a week away from being down there. 
coming down there for a way with me travel to do a few things and super excited for that joe yep. we're gonna see you i'm stoked for that um but let me say this mike happy happy birthday it doesn't seem possible that she's 21 years old when we started this show she was like just in like getting into her mm -hmm. sophomore year of high school or something like that like it's crazy um how fast time has flown by so uh happy birthday sarah dude have fun on friday and uh, i'll be a little bit jealous dude i want to be there with you having some fun so but you'll you'll have a lot of fun man so happy birthday sarah hey, that's, yeah, I'm, that's sure, absolutely awesome. I'm sure we all remember our 21st birthdays i know mine uh mike you know I, I was out in hoboken for the night and uh mm -hmm. It was not a good uh, ride home that evening. I'll just, say, I'll just say that, but uh, it was memorable. That's for sure. Uh, I'll say one thing about memorable things is the last show that Justin and I did, uh, we made some comments during the show that about 30 minutes after we got done recording did not age very well. And we're talking about the NFL game between the Lions and the 49ers. And uh, I think Justin right after, and we're talking about this right now because this is going to lead into our topic for tonight, which is, our top seven places to watch the Super Bowl at the Walt Disney World Resort. But however, the last show that we did, the Lions were quote unquote taking it to the 49ers. And I think we clicked stop recording and there was 27 unanswered points. It just did not age very well. I texted you just, I was like, this did not age well. This show is not going to age well. Oh. So um, we apologize to all of the Detroit fans out in Michigan and the upper Midwest. I hope we didn't jinx it for you guys. Uh, I don't know what are your thoughts about that, Justin. I mean, were you kind of feeling bad about that? I was feeling bad for the McCammons. They were at Ford Field at a watch party. Uh, so I think we're at Ford Field. I, look, I wanted Detroit to win. I wanted them to win. But let's be honest. At some point, it's Detroit sports. You knew what was going to happen. There was going to be a total collapse. Right. I mean, it's just George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey. And they just, Christian McCaffrey just said, ah, I, I'm just going to score three touchdowns in a row. It's fine. Don't worry about me. Um, but yeah, we did. You text me. You're like, oh, it is not going to age very well. I'm like, yeah, but that's podcasting. We, I will say this, um, for the topic, I always, I, I'll get things from people sometimes, or, or you'll hear things and, and they'll be like, uh, man, I can't believe you said this or somebody said this or, you know, stuff like that. And I, I go, let me tell you guys how hard it is to talk on a microphone uninterrupted, unscripted, very unedited anymore these days. I can tell you this. We don't edit shows like we did when we first started this show. Like we used to, Michael tell you, we used to edit, I mean, to the point to where if there was a, <clears throat> it got edited out. Like we, it was so over edited that it almost seemed kind of scripted and something like that. So we kind of stopped doing that a long time ago. And now it's just pretty much pieces together. And we still do test listens and make sure, you know, it sounds good. The music's to where it needs to be and stuff like that. But I'll say stuff, and I'm like, and people are like, I can't believe you, you know, you said that. And look, it sounds really dumb in the moment. It really does. But for anyone that talks on a microphone for extended periods of time, every week, multiple times a week, for you know, years and years on end, I promise you, you are going to say something really, really not intelligent at some point. So I will just take it to the fact that Joe. It's just one more unintelligent thing no, I've we said, said on this show. You're not and not alone. We're just together, brother. We said. both of us. So. <laughs> so, listen, if you go out and you start talking on a mic and it's out for the world to hear, trust me, at some point, you're going to say something really uh, you're not proud of as well. So it's okay. I, I stand by everything I say yeah. on well, this Well, that leads us into this topic. You know, the championship games are done. 
the you know the 49ers and the Chiefs are playing. It's the Swiffer Bowl, as everybody's calling it now. Um, everybody, you know, the Taylor Swift thing with the Kansas State Chiefs. So I figured it'd be a great topic tonight to talk about the top places to watch the Super Bowl at Walt Disney World. And if you're part of any Disney Facebook group or any kind of those kind of communities, there's going to be people now asking, where's the best place to watch the Super Bowl? There's always a handful of people that will ask that question. You know, a simple Google search will help, but that's what we're here for, too. We're going to actually have a little bit of a show about it tonight to talk about it. And over the last couple of years, post-COVID, a lot of places have closed. ESPN zone has gone, ESPN restaurant has gone on the boardwalk. Big River Grill is now gone. Things have changed. Um, you know, th- things have changed over the, uh, oh my goodness, this is what happens when we do live uh, podcasting here. <laughs> <laughs> things have changed at the Walt Disney World Resort. So we're going to give you guys a little bit of a... Uh, of like a, a newer list and our thoughts about the best places uh, to watch the Super Bowl at Walt Disney World. So uh, we kind of got together our ideas and came up with a top seven and a few honorable mentions that we'll mention at the end of the show. But I'm going to start with number seven. And uh, Justin, do you want to read number seven? Because this was your idea. And uh, it kind of was an interesting way of looking at watching the Super Bowl, not just kind of parking yourself in front of the TV, but doing other activities at the same time. And that would be resort pools and bars. So I want to. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, Joe, for me, this is a, it, look, it, it's not so much the watching the game itself, because let's be honest, the, the TV situation, the pools and bars around Walt Disney World are typically not the best. They're okay. I mean, you can definitely watch the game. What gets me and what puts this as a big plus for me if you're there on Walt Disney World property is you're not, most of the time, you're not there by yourself. You know what I mean? You're there with the family, you're there with the kids. You know, you can't just say, hey, we're going to go, especially if you have younger kids, you can't just say, hey, we're going to go sit down at a place for three and a half hours. Dad's going to drink beer. You're going to sit there and watch me. You're going to stay, you know, somewhat entertained on your own. It just doesn't work that way when you're on vacation. If you're, look, if you're, I'm here in Charleston and I want to go somewhere, I could go somewhere and watch it. It's not a big deal. But when I'm at Walt Disney World and you're paid and you're on vacation, it's hard to get the family to agree, hey, we're going to take an evening out and do that. So you need to do something that is, entertaining for the family as well so taking advantage of the pools at walt disney world and using that as an entertainment uh, venue for the family while you can sit back or you and your wife can sit back or you and your friends can sit back and watch the game have drinks you know be around other people that are cheering and probably doing the same thing as well it's always more fun when you watch games with people um so for me it's kind of a no-brainer that yes the tv situation it maybe isn't the best but the fact that you have the pool there at halftime, you can go get in the pool and, you know, swim with the kids for a little bit or maybe, in, you know, timeouts and stuff like that. You can jump in, go down the slide with them, do that kind of stuff. For me, that's a huge, huge perk to being able to watch the Super Bowl at Walt Disney World. Is the fact that it's, it's, there's something for the entire family if you stick around the resorts. and you stick Mike, does this sound something like that you would partake in if you were on vacation down at Disney World? Yeah, I love that idea, especially because, you know, having two daughters, um, they, they, they are into football a little bit. Those teams would have no interest in watching. Um, they're into football because being cheerleaders and, you know, being part of that and having uh, guy friends that are football players, they're very interested in the game of football. But if it's a two teams that they could care less about, they'd want to be occupied doing something else. To see, to have that opportunity for them to have a good time. And my girls love the pool and the pool slides and doing all that other kind of fun stuff. Um, and some of our best moments at our family vacations are at the pool. I mean, we talk about some of our highlighted moments, and it's usually at the Kadani pool or, or, you know, one of the other pools. So um, my kids love it. They love doing that. I wouldn't feel guilty about taking time away from a family vacation so that they could kind of have some time to, you know, 
have their little bit of time also and a little bit of time for myself if that's what I wanted to watch. So I think it's a fantastic idea, especially if the kids aren't too invested into watching the game themselves. Hey, Dan, uh, any particular pool that would interest you uh, with this kind of idea? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Like, you know, we this is one thing we couldn't confirm is whether or not, like, they, you know how they do, like, they'll do movies by the pool and stuff like that, whether or not they put a screen out and actually televise the game on something big that you can watch. And if they did that, like, heck, any any of the, the resort pools, especially that have a bar nearby, would be great. The poly comes to mind because you could be watching the Super Bowl. You can be watching Happily Ever After in the background. That would be awesome. Um, but again, like, you're in Disney World, so it, it, it it's a tough thing to do because you're spending a lot of money on vacation to be there. Uh, but you figure, hey, you got to have at least one, you know, pool day, if you will. So what better pool day than on the Super Bowl to kind of relax, let the kids, you know, swim for a while, get to watch the game and maybe have some fireworks in the background. Yeah, it's always fun swimming at night as well at Walt Disney World. The game usually starts around 630 something like Eastern time. Right. And it's kind of like you know, it's, it's pretty much like dark out this time of year down in Central Florida. And it's always fun swimming at night underneath the lights and the game is crappy and it's two teams that you really don't care about. It's like, eh, you don't have to watch it. You can go and swim and have something to eat and get some drinks and kind of just enjoy your evening and go about your business. I think it's actually a, a pretty underrated idea. So good call on that one, Justin. So it, yeah, let me, let me ask you really quick, Joe, before we jump into something else, because here's, here's the one hold that hold up. And I want to get y'all spinning because Dan, you're, you're a Northerner, Joe, you're a, uh, how long have you been uh, down since South, 20, uh, 2016. Okay. So, you know, you're, you're Southerner. You're, you're getting, you got that warm, Mike, you're, you're mm -hmm. getting that warm blood, you know, I mean, you're, you, you don't like the cold anymore, but when you guys all lived up North, right. And you would get on a plane, you would come down to Disney in January, February, March, even would you swim because of somebody who's been down here a long time now. I mean, I've been, I've been in South Carolina since 2006. Um, I, we very rarely, I very, very rarely will swim in, in cold months because even though the pools are heated to 80 degrees year round for me, getting out and back in <laughs> is just, it's so cold. And you can always tell it's funny because when you walk around in January, you're like, they're from New Jersey. They're from New York. They're from Pennsylvania. Yeah. They're from, you know what I mean? Like you can pretty much like pick out the people that are from the North and the people who are from the South. We're all walking around in like parkas with, you know, gloves and almost said mittens, like a little old lady. Um, and uh, it's just, there's two very different yin and yangs to a, a cold pool day. At I would Disney think World. that like at night, I don't think I'm going to be jumping in the pool if it's kind of chilly. If it's in, if it's in the fifties, that's a little cold for me. Now the hot tub, I'm game. If I could sit in the hot tub, have a drink, watch the Super Bowl, that would be great. Uh, we've been down a number of times in December and January where it was kind of on the cool side. But like you said, the the pools are heated. If it's if at least if the if the sun's out, I can handle that. And my boys will typically go in the pool, uh, especially down in Disney World, because again, the pools are heated, so you're warm once you're in there. Yeah, it's a little cold when you get out, but I think. The downside would be at night. I don't think I would go in at night, you know, with it being in the 50s or a little lower, because that, that gets a little chilly for me. I mean, that's something I would do with my cousins. I mean, like when I lived up north, I just thought it was kind of cool to be swimming in January or February. And I'm saying when we went down there, um, what I'm kind of getting out of this whole conversation is, so Dan, so when we're going to be crashing, or I'm going to be crashing your guys' TA trip, uh, we're going to be at the hot tub at the Grand Floridian. Is that what I'm hearing? Or Sounds good to me. Yeah, let's go. But, but but fifty, but fifty fives. I mean, I'm you in. know, we could do some mimosas at night, right? We still have that bottle of mimosas, right, Justin? So, 
Dude, we have that beautiful yes. bottle of champagne. Six ninety nine bottle, bottle of champagne. We can't beat that. It. <laughs> it sounds like a plan. We only Andre. drink Andre when Joe pinkies <laughs> out too, bro. Mike, uh, is this something that would interest you back in the day? Or yeah, my kids love. It. We've done we've done many pool days in January and February. Uh, I think one time we actually got the we had a there was bad weather up north in New York. We had some kind of storm that was coming through, and we got stuck um, in Disney for a couple of days. We wound up having to go back to Old Key West. So for the couple of days we had to spend the extra time there, we actually just spent those days in the pool. Um, I actually had bought a bathing suit so I could spend time at the pool because um, we weren't buying park passes we weren't an annual pass member so we got kind of got stuck at the hotel for a couple of days so we kind of you know made it a you know hotel staycation for the couple of days till we were able to get our flight back on track so yeah and that was definitely in the middle of february so i'm positive i've done the swimming there before yeah it's definitely an interesting idea that's for sure and something maybe most people don't think about that you know unless unless you're somebody as, as an avid fan has to watch every single down and be completely invested in it this is actually a pretty cool idea to spend with your family uh, so that comes in at number seven is resort pool bars. Number six on our list. It's kind of funny because, you know, on Monday and Wednesday nights, I partake in a particular activity at my local bowling center. And our local bowling center here in or- Ormond Beach is advertising a like a like kind of a bowling tournament while the Super Bowl is going on. And that leads us into number six on our list would be to watch the Super Bowl at Splitsville in Disney Springs. Kind of the complete opposite of watching it in the pool at a pool bar. Guys, what are your thoughts about bowling? Or even if you're not even bowling, even if you're just sitting in the, the restaurant areas of Splitsville, they got a lot of TVs in there. They got two, multiple levels, two levels in there, plenty of seating. I'm sure it'll be pumping the game through the speakers. Thoughts? Uh, we'll start with Dan first uh, on Splitsville as a place to watch the Super Bowl in, in Disney Springs. All right. So, unfortunately, up until this point, I still have not been to Splitsville. So, shame on shame on me really way now, to throw it to the guys who haven't been there yet so. but me neither. but but like i yeah mm-hmm. nope. you've never been either but like i would i think i would enjoy especially at the beginning mm-hmm. of the game maybe blow you know bowling a couple of games like two or three games like in the first half and then being able to get a table and watch the rest of the game again the atmosphere is going to be great because you're going to have football fans there watching the game and if you have a crowd of people you know you have some drinks and you have some food it'll be a good time but yeah i think it would be kind of cool to to you know, take that first half again. It's the first half. Who cares? Get some get some games in. I mean, unless unless you're a, a Chiefs fan or a 49ers fan, maybe you just you just want to focus on the game. But I don't have a dog in this fight, so yeah, I'd, I'd be game for that. I like the idea of going there because I've, what I've heard great things about Splitsville, I heard the food there is really good. They have that kind of bar food. And I mean, what's a Super Bowl party without having good food? I mean, that kind of bar, nashi food. Um, I think it's a fantastic idea to do that. Um, bowling's a great sport also. So when you kind of can, you know, combine two sports, I think that's pretty cool. Hey, Justin, what do you think? I, I don't even think you even have to bowl. I could go there and just watch the game yeah. on television. No, so, you know, get so. like a nice booth, kind of settle in, take care of your server. You know, so what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree because they, the good thing about Splitsville is, like you said, the, the food is yeah. bar food. I mean, if for, for those of you who've never been to Splitsville, don't go anticipating to get something that's over the top, you know, great. It's, it is, um, it's a sushi supposedly man, good. I, I don't Isn't do the sushi that. good there? Hold on. I was about to just absolutely just crush Splitsville with what I meant to be somewhat of a compliment, but it was not going to be a compliment because I couldn't get couldn't get it. You know, you have your brain going and just doesn't work. And I couldn't get another restaurant to pop into my brain besides this one. And if I had said this one, it would have been an absolute just smash towards Splitsville. I was gonna say it's like oh, Applebee's God. food, <laughs> but that's like that's not even remotely true because Apple's be, Applebee's food is. So I dated before I met Katie. 
I dated this girl and she was a bartender at Applebee's and she would, I'd, I'd go over there, you know, in the evenings before she would get off and kind of meet. And we only dated for like a month, but, um, she'd be like, yeah, what do you want? I'll get you whatever food you want for free. And I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need anything. Thank you. Um, but anyway, uh, Splitsville food is good. Mike. Yeah. It's like, we could fill the table with like nachos and wings and quesadillas and stuff like that and sit around for hours and just watch the game. It's fun to bowl there. I mean, look, I'm not a professional bowler like Joe. Congratulations. Thank you, Mr. 300. Um, and the lanes, if you're a professional bowler, they're not, I would they're, say they're, they're not maintained not like, like they should be. Right. They're not Properly, like oiled yeah. and done all that kind of stuff to them. Right. But it's still fun for a family. Like we've, we've bowled over there before and it's a lot of fun. I will tell you this, especially with coming off like a Sunday at Super Bowl Sunday, you're going to take a lot of planning to, to need to get to Splitsville. So you're going to want a dining reservation at 60 days, at 6 a.m. prior. Um, and then if you're wanting to bowl, you can only do same day reservations. So you need to go over there early in the day and get your name on the list because it, it takes a long time sometimes for you to be able to bowl. So it will take some preparation. Staying at a resort like Saratoga would really be helpful. Maybe one of the, uh, the offsite resorts right there. You go to neighbor resorts right there um, to where you could just get over Saratoga real quickly, get in there, get your name on the list. But, um, but yeah, I, look, I, I think it's a great idea. Like I said, it kind of goes off our pool idea and the fact that it has entertainment for everyone. It has something for everyone to enjoy. And uh, I enjoy Splitsville. I, I think that maybe we need to do a DDP meetup there sometime. We'll get a couple lanes and um, and I'll go hang out because I'm Mike and Dan. I think yeah. you would enjoy it. I really do. I think it's a I think it's a fun addition to Disney Springs. And uh, and I think everybody, if you enjoy bowling, need to do it at some point. Can I say this though sure. before we get into the other topics? This is why I think this topic's important because I think this is an inadequacy of Walt Disney World in the fact that there's not a lot of great places to, to watch big yeah. sporting events. And so I think that's why like episodes like this are important because we do talk about some of the places maybe you don't think about if you're listening right now uh, that you might go to. And listen, it's not just Super Bowl. Say you're there you know, for any big sporting event or big, you know, they got the Olympics coming up. You're in the Olympics or something like that. These are places you can go to check those out. So um, you know, Walt Disney World hopefully understands that they need something since we lost ESPN at the boardwalk they need something to fill these gaps but there are a few places that are good that will that will suffice and will fill that gap for if you want to watch something like the Super Bowl yeah and I think uh, you know like I said it's best to do your homework like I said if you're going to go to a place like that Disney Springs is going to be packed it's going to be a weekend and remember Splitsville takes open table as well I believe so it's not always going to be in the Disney app so like if this is something that interests you maybe you want to get on the open table app as well and see if you can grab a reservation there um, yep. because I know that there's probably some kind of algorithm where they split some to the my Disney experience and some to open table so I don't know how they do it um, but they, they do it somehow so uh, but yeah I think it's a, it's a pretty good um, the food's pretty good there we've had a many decent meals there like I said it's really good bar food uh, it's something I would go out of my way for but it's like not something I would be like sad about or have the reaction Justin had where he was almost forced fed Applebee's. So, um, yeah. So I, man, I didn't mean that either. I, that was, yeah. Applebee's that was, is not like, what it was. Is that the new, the is that's, is that the new, no Applebee's when I was in amazing. like college dude. And they had like after 10, 10 o'clock, it was half price. I mean, they still may do this. I haven't been on Applebee's in 10, 15 years, but they did the, what half price appetizers or $5 appetizers. And then like, Two dollar twenty two twenty two ounce beers or something like that, dude. It's incredible. Yeah, Sarah used to go kid. all the time when she was uh, back in New York. They used to do yeah. Applebee's all the time. Yeah, I couldn't. You're, you, 
I don't know how that restaurant's still open. How does a restaurant fall? And there was that song that came out that I, you know, they did the, and it was smart. They got that singer to do Applebee's on a date night. You know what I'm talking about? I noticed right. the country song. Styrofoam cooler, squeaky. Yeah, it didn't help. It didn't, <laughs> yeah. It didn't, it didn't help anything. I mean, when you, you can't, I guess you can't dress up a turd. You know what I mean? Like you just, you can't I put just, a bow tie on a turd. I hope we have nobody. Call it a bird. No listeners that like work at Applebee's. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe own a own a franchise. I'm sorry about that, guys. So, is that the yeah? Okay, I'm sorry, Applebee's. Gonna, I will go we're, there. We're going to transition on that one to a number five on our list. Justin, this was your idea. You said you've done this before. This is not something that I would think to do but i think uh, if most people are, are parked in front of a television watching the game this might be the opportune time to do this and you're saying as number you were you were saying at number five is is watching it on your ipad while touring the theme parks so take it away justin what what's your i have done what's this. your strategy and your thoughts and your experiences mm-hmm. behind this like you've done this before so not only have i done this 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 i had more friends that night in epcot than i've ever had so what i did I looked like a crazy person. I had the stroller. Riley was still little at the time. And I got a a clamp, you know, that would hold the iPad. And it had like a little arm and then, you know, clamped on the stroller. So it was almost like a it was almost like a screen right in front of me as a push stroller. And then I connected a Bluetooth speaker to the iPad and it played it, it played the game. So a little bit of a downfall at the time was I actually had to connect to my hotspot because there were so many people in Epcot that the Wi-Fi was just not good enough to stream. But once I connected to my hotspot, I was able to stream the game pretty pretty good. And there were at points when I would be walking and there would be 8, 10, 15 people walking just behind me, like looking <laughs> over my shoulder to watch the game. It was a lot of fun. We were in Epcot. We walked around World Showcase. We had drinks and food. Um, it, was, it was really great. I mean, I, I got to keep up with the game, met a ton of people, chatted. People would stop in and go, what's the score? You know, or watch a couple plays, and then they would take off. Um, kind of a unique way to do it. And, yeah, you don't have to go as extreme as what I did, as having a Bluetooth speaker and everything. But, you know, throw throw in one AirPod, have it on your phone, and you can still interact with the family and have fun, but you're still keeping up with the with the big game. So, for me, I, I enjoy it. And also, you know, there's other perks to it, too. I mean, Mike, you mentioned the fact that the crowds in the parks are Yeah, if less. anybody's... Uh tooling around at home on their app take a look at what some of the wait times are on the uh, super bowl night and you'll be seeing that a lot of the uh the rides that don't have much of a wait time because a lot of people are off doing other things a lot of locals certainly aren't going to the park that night and the people that are down there vacationing are probably going to do a few things that we have on our list so uh that takes them out of the park so look at your wait times on sunday night and you'll see that hey maybe if you're planning a trip in the future and you want to get one of those slow times that might be a good time to go especially like dan if you don't have nobody you know no interest of the some of the teams in the in the in the in the big game, then you know what? Then you can you know take advantage of getting on pirates in ten minutes, or you know riding uh, Peter Pan in maybe you know three hours instead of uh, you know the, the usual four hours. Are we all who's who? Who are we going for here? Let's go ahead and throw it out there. Are we Team Loserville or Team Swizzle? Because I'm Team Swizzle. I'm going team... 49ers. Yeah, 49ers. Uh, you know, I'm kind of torn. I don't know. I mean, I like I. Why all the hate towards towards the the Chiefs and Taylor Swift? I like the fact it that it has she's nothing at the games. to do with her, and I will tell you why. And Mike doesn't understand. Mike's a Giants fan, so he doesn't understand this. But as a Jets fan, 
I lived through the Patriots and Tom Brady for 20 something years. This is like another version of it. And yeah. it's in the AFC as well. So it's like Mahomes is great. I really like Andy Reid as a coach. But he's but a to villain. me, this is like I'm reliving this yeah. all over again where I'm just like, oh my God, enough with the same team every year from the AFCs. That's my reasoning why. Yeah. So. I agree. Like like I said, Patrick Mahomes is becoming the villain. He's becoming the guy who's who's always there. And he, uh, he he's he really good. Enough? I mean, he's really good. But at the same time, I I'm with you, Justin. I like the the the, the Taylor and and Travis tour. Like, I love it. I think it's I think it's funny that people get irritated by it, but like I don't know. Have you listened to his podcast with his brother? I mean, they're they're hilarious. It's great. Yeah, they're, it's they're fantastic. fantastic. So I like yeah. I am I'm kind of rooting for them, but at the same time, I'm like I'm kind of drawn back by the whole dynasty thing with the Chiefs. It's like you you never want to see that one team there all the time. You want to see someone else there. So I don't know. I'm I I you think know, I'm gonna have you know to go with the Chiefs. You know what I'm for, Dan? They just finally finalized sports gambling here in the state of Florida. Uh, it's a hard rock bet. The Seminole Indian Tribe is doing it. So I'm going to place my first bet at the Super Bowl here in the state of Florida. I think I'm going to go that route and just root for my bet and see what happens. So. Yeah. I got to see well, what my I, Super Bowl not numbers are. Well, my bet's on. I'm rooting for at the boxes. I'll tell you this, boys. I'm betting on one thing and one thing only. And that's love. <laughs> he loves her. He said that. If you didn't see that, it's going around. I. I know. Yeah. I saw. I read his let's, lips. Let's get great. Oh, let's get off track here for a second. You you were talking about the Hard Rock Seminole app, like that to me because I was just down in Florida last or a week and a half ago, and you know was upset because I couldn't make any bets with FanDuel or DraftKings or anything. Like that. It's not legal in Florida. It it baffles me that there is only one company right now that kind of has a monopoly in the state of Florida that is. That's the only one you could bet with. That's kind of well, crazy. I don't want to get I don't want to get off on a thing, but the <laughs> the gambling in the state of Florida is run by the Native American tribes in the state oh, of Florida. So, 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 so there tribe. you have it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they yeah. So yeah. it's we were gonna do a cruise out of Miami, Joe, and I almost booked a hotel room. It's about forty minutes yeah. from port, but it's off in like the like swampland. But there's a casino there on the indian lands that you can go to and actually are you talking about the, the casino the seminal hard rock or the almost... mikusoki yeah that's the, it seminal no no mikusoki yeah, yeah that's that's I think the one in like southern dade county yeah that's that's yeah that's a smaller southern, southern, tribe yeah. but they have a gambling as well yeah so i don't know it was yeah it was fun uh but anyway i'm 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 cheering for love man let's let's go t-swizzle uh, look I love it. Let's go. That's going to be a fun Super Bowl. No matter where you're watching. The one thing you can say is that obviously Taylor Swift made it to the Super Bowl before Dak Prescott. So that's kind of sad. Oh, (laughs) from a Giants fan that's coming from. So (laughs) she's probably a better athlete, to be honest. I mean, let's just be honest. (laughs) Let's just, hey, let's, let's, let's just call this show. How many people can we alienate with our taking off the Cowboy fans now? (laughs) And we're not editing this show. We already discussed that. So, Uh, well, speaking of, uh, we're talking about hotel rooms and gambling places. Uh, That comes in number four on our list. And this is actually one that I feel very passionate about, especially if you are a fan of the current teams playing in the Super Bowl, uh, is watching it in your hotel room. Um, to me, if I'm a, you know, if I had a vacation plan, listen, I'm a Jets fan, been a Jets fan for a very, very long time. I never expect to make the Super Bowl or even the playoffs lately. And if you have a trip plan and all of a sudden your team goes on a run and you can't cancel your trip, 
honestly, the last place I want to watch it maybe is in a bar with a bunch of people and trying to be forced out because they want to clear my table. I'm bringing a Roku stick or a Google TV or an Apple TV, whatever with you. Plug it into your back of your television in your room and watch the game in your room. Get some pizzas, get some subs, do whatever you got to do. Go off property, have it door dash to you and watch the game in the comfort of your own hotel room. The Wi-Fi is pretty good on Disney property in the hotels. I also have like my own hotspot. Uh, that's a separate like a puck or you have your uh, your phone you can hotspot off of. But it's definitely something that I would say is something that a lot of people don't think about is number four and number five. So excuse me, number four is watching it in your hotel room. Uh, Mike, what do you think about that? Watching the game uh, from I, your resort? I am all about comfort. Sit in my hotel room, get some get some food together, not having to worry about you know uh, getting a good view of the TV, trying to get through a crowd to get a beverage or to get order some food, and you know I'm. I, I've been very less people-y lately. I kind of like being, uh, you know, I, I kind of like this lifestyle down here. You know, I went to New York for a couple of weeks, and it was too people-y for me. It was crowded all the time. So I kind of like the idea of, you know, doing it at your own pace, your own room, kind of relax, put your pajama pants on, and just uh, completely relax and, you know, watch it in the comfort of, you know, some amazing resorts that we have out there. And, you know, if you're staying on Disney property and you're, more than likely staying at a great resort. So uh, I'm, I'm more than happy with staying in my own room. And you get to, you, you're not worried about missing anything from the game. Dan? New shirt coming out, DDP. It's just going to say, not people today. <laughs> and it's going to be Mike. This <laughs> is his face. Not people today. Uh, I absolutely love it. No, Mike, you nailed it for me. I am 100% agree with you. I like the comfort of my room. I don't, I love watching sports with other people if it's not my team's. If it is my team playing, especially in a huge game, I cannot watch it with other people. I've got to be somewhere where it's just me. I can hear the commentary. I can keep up with the game. But, um, Joe, this is a huge bummer, man. I don't know if you've realized this or not. Because you and I are you and I are the same people. We, look, we've all stayed in rooms together mm-hmm. at some point, one or, one or the other, okay? You know that I travel with the Roku. Like, for example, when Mike and Dan and I, I bring my Roku down at Universal, I plug it in, I watch Simpsons all the time. They replaced all the TVs in the Disney resorts. Did you know you can no longer plug in a Roku? So really? I, I've realized that they've changed, like, the interface with, like, um, like the like your resort home screen. Mm-hmm. I haven't checked behind there, so I was not aware of this. I wanted to put Can't it on it. our list. They so you're no longer. No, but here's the thing. But well, but it's 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 different because now you can stream directly from your phone directly to TV. So you can, yeah. So it's AirPlay. So you can scan the QR code or you can go to the website and plug in the number, and you can. But I did have issues with it my last trip when I was staying at Saratoga for Marathon Weekend. I could not get it to work. I've never had an issue before. This is the first time. Um, but yeah, and it's it's pretty seamless. Like I'm able to stream stuff. From my phone or iPad, no issues at all, typically. But yeah, no longer with the Roku's plugging in TVs. Only thing I can think, Joe, is they got tired of people changing the inputs yeah. and maybe screwing or breaking things, up things too. Like I mean, people jamming things back there, or whatever. It happens too when you even use those yep. like uh, USB plugs on the side of the beds, which I never use. Yeah, they never yep. work. So, Dan, uh, your thoughts? Um, I guess we're, this is number four with an asterisk on it now. Yeah. But uh, well, <laughs> if you're able to do that, would you do well, this? Even with that said, you're going to be able to watch the Super Bowl on a TV. It's on. It's on national televised. It's a nationally televised game, so you're going to be able to catch it on some channel on a Disney TV. So, uh, true. I am 100 on board with Justin. If it's my team, I want to be kind of zoned in. I want to be able to hear hear the commentary. So being in the comfort of my own room. And I think I would be more irritated, especially if my team's not doing well and I'm with a crowd of people that I have fans from the other team there too. And if things don't go well, uh, 
man, I am a sore loser, so I I won't handle it well. So it'll be better to be in my room and just in, and soak it all in there. So yeah, I mean, again, this would be great, especially again, you can't cancel your trip. And if you're a huge fan of one of the teams playing, you still want to be able to watch the game. This is the best place to do it. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I guess, first of all, I guess I'm used to watching the uh, the NASCAR races. They're usually on NBC or NBC, the old NBC Sports Network. So Jen and I would always bring the Roku with us. Yeah. So I guess I'm always used to like, not having the shows that I want to watch in the rooms. But I agree. Uh, I think uh, if you like really want to be invested in your team and hear what's happening here in the commentary uh, from the broadcasters, that's something that you definitely want to be. You know, and honestly, like Mike said, just hang out in your room, relax. You could drink what you want. It'd be a lot less in you know cost. Um, you know, that'd be an option for you. But if you're having that fear of missing out and you really want to be around a bunch of people and have your jersey on and kind of be part of the, the community and the crowd, that leads us to number three on our list where you can venture off while you're at a Walt Disney World Resort to the local hotel lounges or if you had our DVC Resort, the community center to watch the games. Now, Justin, you said a lot of times uh, they have the community center set up to watch the Super Bowl. Um, what are your thoughts about, you know, have you had experience with that? And what are your thoughts about, you know, watching it in a hotel lounge, resort lounge, or in a community center? Yeah, so I've never, I've never uh, personally done this before, but I know that they do this at, it's, it's only at the deluxe resorts from what I, from what I know. Um, they do have the community centers you can go into and they will show the game and they'll actually have activities. This brings me back to my first thing as being by the pool is you could actually do one, you know, half half by the pool, half in the community center, whatever. It's still activities, especially if you have younger kids where they have arts and crafts and all those fun things. Um, typically in one of the other rooms, they'll be playing uh, a Disney movie, stuff like that, depending on what resort you're at. So for me, it, it goes back to the fact of not just thinking about myself and the fact that I want to watch the game. It's making sure the family's all included with activities for the evening. So this is a great tool. This is a great opportunity. I, I think a lot of people... I think this is one of those things too that people maybe don't think about even just on a typical vacation. And I think if you're going to Vero Beach or Joe, if you're on a Vero Beach, Hilton Head, Alani, the community centers get used a ton. But at Walt Disney World, the community centers don't get used a ton. And let me give you an example. So when we were down for Marathon Weekend, and you know this, Joe, the girls went over to the community center and they were able to do arts and crafts and make some run Disney stuff. Katie or Riley made a cup for like six dollars. She was very excited Disney to do that. She was very like, looking forward to that. Yeah. It's a very affordable thing. And that stuff's going on all the time. So check with your local community centers, whatever resort you're staying at, if you're staying at a deluxe resort to see what the activities are. And if there's any extra activities you can add, a lot of times they'll do a paint class that you can add on. Those do fill up. So make sure to do that. So for me, I know I'm adding extra things in, but for me, doing the Super Bowl there where I know there's going to be activities for the kids, I know there's going to be activities for Katie, um, I'm going to be able to sit back, watch the game, relax. It's a, it's a real plus. Mike, uh, I know you sounded like you really just wanted to take that in. You're not a people person. This may not be up your alley, but what are your thoughts if you were to want to be around your fellow uh, football faithful? I didn't know this was something. I didn't know this was an option. I didn't. I you know. I mean, I know those centers are there. I didn't realize that they would have the games going on. So it's cool to listen to the show and get an idea. But um, I'm still sticking with staying in my room. If I'm going to be in the hotel, then I'm going to be up in my room enjoying it in my pajama pants. But uh, no, definitely good idea. Especially like we were saying, having the crafts and activities similar to the pool. You know, it might not be the best weather for the pool, and um, at least this way you can keep everybody else occupied while you get to enjoy some of the game. 
Well, I know Dan's favorite resort lately is Coronado. They don't have a community center, but Dan, would you venture over to one of the community centers at the DVC resorts to uh, partake in this? Heck yeah. I mean, I think that would be good. And 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 I'm still not 100% certain. So like when we were at, we actually spent Coronado uh, last year at New Year's, not, not this past January, but the one before. And it was almost kind of like a, a deluxe resort because they had a huge party out on the lawn. Where they had and they had a television out there that had like the, the ball drop and everything like that. So I'm wondering if maybe like some resorts that maybe just aren't all DVC that they do have some sort of Super Bowl party. I can't find anything online, but it would be kind of cool if they did something on the lawn there out at Coronado. You know, have a little bit of a Super Bowl party, have the the game broadcast, so you know people who are staying at the resort can go watch the game. Um, or either way, like the lounges at some of the deluxe resorts are a great option too. Uh, you know, even not bad for Mike because, you know, the lounges aren't big anyway, so you're not going to have a ton of people in there. Uh, you have a couple of TVs, you have some drinks, you can usually order some appetizers off the menu too. So those are good options too. So either one of those are pretty good options in my opinion. Yeah, wonder, especially at a resort like Coronado, they've sold, they have all that convention space there. Mm-hmm. Contemporary's got convention space, Yacht Beach Club. What if they would ever set up something in like one of the convention areas with some big screens, whatever? That wouldn't be a, wouldn't be a bad idea. But uh, if you're staying at Coronado, they've dropped. <clears throat> they've dropped the ball, Joe. They dropped the ball on this because think about this. I wonder if they can't charge. For think about it, if though. they I wonder did. If if it's being broadcast, if they're not allowed to charge admission for it. ESPN used to charge for it. ESPN used to charge yeah. for it, and all these other bars That's around true. Orlando are charging for it. They're charging a flat cover of like two hundred dollars, all you can drink, and all that kind of stuff. ESPN Zone, um, when it used to be at the Boardwalk, it was a hundred dollars per person to get in the door on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, you. This Gotta make walk the, in the, the commitment there. They don't want. They don't want any looky lose on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I'll tell you. Man, I'll tell lose. you. That's, that's for sure. That's a so big like, loss, man. ESPN's dropping big, the ball. Uh, off topic. I mean, ESPN, ESPN being the ball. closed, Big River Grill being closed. That whole boardwalk yeah, area is just crazy. like that. Went from an epicenter of like three, two bakeries. It's the it's bakery. Like, Disney's doing? Bakery Resort now is what it's going to be called. So, um. well, my thing is this: so you've got you've got these event spaces. And it doesn't have to be a massive event space, but like you've got some really cool spots. Imagine this. And I know it's weather related and, you know, it could be canceled last minute. But imagine like the rooftops of the contemporary doing, putting up TVs and putting up bars up there and having like hors d'oeuvres and everything. And, and you charge $250 and boom. Or Dan said it earlier. Imagine being on the uh, beach at Polly, and you do a beach luau type of party for the for the for the Super Bowl. Big screen set up, have all the stuff. You see fireworks. Didn't Mike go say off. That, I mean, Mike realistically, say hall? fireworks are going to be right towards the end of the Super Bowl, anyways, because Super Bowl six thirty, so like no. ten o'clock. Didn't Mike say Atlantic so, Dance Hall? No, Dan mentioned that. Oh, Dan mentioned that. Okay, I was trying to give you credit, Mike. Yeah, they used to. I don't know if they still do that anymore, man. That's that's another spot that they only use for certain things. It's not like a, you know, it's not it's not as not as utilized yeah. as it used to be. Well, trans. Well, I mean, we're talking about we're talking about Super Bowl. Let me just go and say, if you've never been to Walt Disney, if you're a football fan and you've never been to Walt Disney World for Pro Bowl weekend, make that a bucket list thing to do because that's a ton of fun. I've been down there for for uh, Pro Bowl weekend when they've held it, and there are there are football personalities everywhere, especially on the boardwalk. They typically would set up the stage right there on the boardwalk. Um, Warren Sapp was chilling right there. I mean, there was all kinds of people as I was, as I was hanging out. So if you're an NFL fan, the, the pro bowl 
down when it's when it's down that way is is a great time, really really good time. Yeah, I mean the the boardwalk was the epicenter back in the day. It's kind of a shame. I mean, maybe they still do that kind of stuff. I don't know, but we'll see what happens. But that was always the go to, right? Was ESPN on the boardwalk for um, for Super Bowl? I mean, crap. Do we have a whole ESPN Wide World of Sports? They could they could have a, a watch party inside one of the arenas that they wanted to. If you really want, there's all kinds of things that you could do uh, to make you know, and they could make a dollar off it as well, but. Um, but I will say about u- utilizing different spaces that have not been used. The one thing which leads us to number two, a space that has been revamped. And we've talked about it a couple times recently on the last couple of shows. A place that has become a DDP favorite uh, is Rick's Lounge at Disney's Coronado Springs uh, Resort. And uh, for a place to watch it, probably one of the only legit sports bars on Walt Disney World property left. Uh, guys, thoughts on Rick's Sports Lounge as a place to to watch the game now i would say this would be very interesting with the the with the dining reservations if they would put a time limit on it i don't know if they would just do something special for that evening it'd be very interesting how they would handle that but um rick's lounge i'll start with dan on this one dan loves coronado what are your thoughts about rick's lounge uh i love this idea first of all i mean they have a ton of tvs i think there's like 31 tvs and like you said it's i think it might be the only one only restaurant that is labeled as a sports bar at disney world so i mean it's a great spot uh, typically it's not busy. Uh, I'll talk about this here at the end, but uh, I don't know how they're doing it, but there are no reservations right now available after like one o'clock at Rick's. So, I mean, I don't know exactly how it's working. I think they're just letting people go ahead and grab a reservation, you know, at, you know, like five o'clock and just assume that they're going to stay there for the night. Um, so, I mean, I guess there's a possibility that there might be some walk-ups available if people actually leave. But, again, it's it's a great spot. The food's really good. I've eaten there like three or four times now in the last couple of times I've been at Coronado. Um, and the atmosphere is great. Again, 31 TV. So no matter where you're sitting in that restaurant or at the bar, you're going to be able to see the TV. And, yeah, I mean, this is this is like the perfect spot to watch the Super Bowl. Mike, you been at Rick's before? Has it been redone? It was Rick's beforehand, but now it's like the Rick's Sports Bar. Have you been? No, there I haven't. I haven't been there since the redone. But I, you know, I've seen a couple of pictures online. I know some people that have been there. Looks like a solid choice. Um, I, I would imagine if they're not, you know, they'll probably do something similar to like when the parks close, uh, you know, for the day, and you know, when they hit a capacity, and they wind up as people leave, they let people in. I would think they probably have a number count, that, you know, like an occupancy of how many people they're going to have in that. Um, so yeah, I think it's a solid choice if you can get in. I, I, you know, I've seen the pictures of. How how it looks haven't been there since the remodel so i'd love to see it in person and i think it'd be a great place to see the game justin yeah i just ate there for the first time this past trip during marathon weekend um we all went over there and had a nice had a nice lunch all of us uh hanging out um it's a great spot like you said there's no reservations available um i have an honorable mention i'm not going to say this but there are reservations available for my honorable mention so if you're going to be down there for uh for the Super Bowl, stay tuned to the end of this episode, and maybe I'll give you a little tip and trick. That's what we call a teaser, boys. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's great. The food is food is good. It it you know I I would go here. I would make this a regular spot for me if I wanted to somewhere to go for, um you know like a bar type of food. But yeah, it, it, this is all right. If the other one's Applebee's, this one is TGI Fridays. <laughs> I think it's I think it's I better. Do, it's do better well? than TGI. I do well. It is TGI. It's much better than TGI Friday, so it's good. Um, I had the roast beef sandwich, I think, last time I was there. They have, like, steak sandwiches. They have all kinds of stuff. Dude, you had, like, two um, bites. So, no, I, I really enjoyed it. You didn't even eat it. You didn't eat it. We were there. I, I'm i not 
you guys know this about me, okay? I am not a big eater. I try to be. I I want to be. I want to eat more, but I just am not. I'm not a big not a big eater. I can't. Joe, Joe's been with me. He'll we'll go to Mexican, and I only eat like a quarter of my plate. I just can't. I can't take in big meals. I don't know what it, it makes is. me feel fat. Yeah, it's like my whole burrito that I order. <laughs> It does make then, me good. It, it does make me feel good as I scream yeah. shame at you as you as you complete I, yours. I finish. I up. finish my uh, meal no, and man, then I'm it's... I'm eating the rest of Jen's <laughs> meal too. <laughs> uh, Rick's is really good. So great, great location. Um, also, can we can we say really quickly that even if you're at Coronado, um, you can go out to Three Bridges. There's some really great spots out Three Bridges what, as well. So you could called? even what's that place called? Huh? Okay. Three Bridges? It, yeah. Isn't that called? Three yeah. Bridges? Three Bridges? Yeah, I think that's how you say oh, it. It's not the other one. Um, there's a throwback to some that should be I do believe the they have televisions there, too, and I, I've heard some rumors that it's they that's do. a good spot they to do. go if the yeah. weather's nice. Yeah, so Coronado may be a good place to go if you're looking for a resort um, and a place to go watch the game. But I, I will say this, no matter what. The you know, three bridges doesn't give doesn't do reservations, so you're gonna need to get there early yep. to make sure you get a spot. Yeah, I mean Coronado's kinda like old Key West when we always talk about Olivia's. It's like you're not gonna you're not gonna get the looky loose over at Coronado. You're gonna have to make it your business to go there. And even on Super Bowl Sunday, I wonder if they'd be really strict about letting people in the resort that don't have a reservation. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, but how can they, man? Like how can yeah, they? I mean like just drop me off, I'll walk up. I don't I've never understood that. It's like listen, just uh, then I'll just walk to the resort. Like yeah. it's not a big deal. Like they're not going to keep me yeah, out. True. You know. Can I say this too? Can I go ahead and can I go ahead and we'll just get yeah. rid of some more people too. Here we go. Ooh. Our count's already dropping. <laughs> he hasn't even started yet. We, we're gonna we're gonna, so gonna have we're gonna have to get rid of this thinking ready. chair after this week. <laughs> <laughs> this thinking chair is doing. <laughs> Come on, come on, my thinking chair go? Well, they the boys drove in and took care of it, burned out in the backyard. Old Key West is the most overrated Disney resort. Wow, shots fired off of the bow. Mm. There's a lot of loyal Old Key West fans I, out there. A lot of loyal ones. I know. I understand that. I understand that. But here's the thing. I here, here's here's what save it. Has, I think it has the only sauna on property. In the lighthouse. Um, but yeah, but. It used to be for me the most overrated resort on property was Coronado Springs, till they built Grand Destino Tower, and now I think it's one of the nicest. I don't think it's even. You talk about Grand Destino, it's not even a moderate resort. You're getting a deluxe resort at a moderate price. I really do think that. Mike, well, am I wrong? I, well, I don't agree with the whole Old Key West thing, and I'm gonna. I'm, <clears throat> well, here's the thing, though, man. You well, gotta I'm, do it by well, price. then I'm gonna lose you know my I mean? friend Joe here because I'm gonna say that if I had to choose between Old Key West and Saratoga Springs, Old Key West wins hands down. Well, really? Why the, the room sizes are bigger, right? The rooms are huge. The only thing yeah. that Saratoga has going for it, if you can, you get the rooms over by you know Disney Springs, where you could walk over and you know watch some you know football. But um, yeah, no, I, I I'm 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 an, I'm an old Key West over Saratoga any day. Do you know what aggravates me about old Key West? There's two things. Number one is as much as I love the gurgling suitcase, it's so small. It's it, it's well, so it, it, you can't. There's, there's two, there's two it's seats. It's so there small, seats, right? But the second thing that bothers me, and I don't even know why this is like an aesthetic thing, is whenever I go play golf at like Buena Vista, it, there's so many like palm trees. The resort just looks dirty all the time now. And then I know they've been power washing the roofs and painting them, but if you ever look at the roofs at Old Key West, they're all filthy. 
And I don't know if it's just taking time to go through there and clean them, but it just looks dirty to me. It drives me nuts because it's a beautiful resort. I'm just, and Mike, this is what the Mike, you're not going to lose me as a friend. Throwing, I'm just throwing fire. I, I love OQS too, but that's why I care because I actually, I really like it. So I'm just throwing bombs. I, I Here's the thing. I've stayed at OQS a bunch of times. And yes, I will tell you this. The renovated rooms, especially the one, two bedrooms are incredible. Like really incredible. Here's my problem with OQS. The, the, the quick service dining options are really not even they, they don't even exist to be honest like they're not it's not there i would rather go to a value resort they I, well i think the value resorts have the best quick service options on property i really do like i know mike would say boma but still i'm saying like if you go over art of animation and you go into their their quick service i can get anything like literally anything yeah. i mean joe you know that for marathon weekend a lot of people go there just yep. to get pasta 100 percent. yeah i mean the thinking chair is yeah, coming I mean, through. Like wasn't me. designed for that anyway. And I think they really never like the Turtle Pond Pool snack bar is not. It's not a. It's not a quick service dining option. I mean, I'm not say Artist Palette is anything to shake a stick at, but it serves its purpose. But you have Disney Springs right there. But, um, but yeah, it was kind of designed to be the home away from home villas. You know, where you're doing some sort of cooking in your, you know, which I don't do. But, um, but yeah. But yeah, Mike, you're not going to lose me as a friend. Don't worry about it, man. I still love Oki West. So. Um, I will say this. We're going to transition to, before we get to number one, Justin, I know you said at the end we're going to do the honorable mentions, but I want to do them now. So um, we're gonna, we have two honorable mentions on the list. The first one uh, I'm going to bring up here is, um, listen, I can't host a show without talking about my beloved Saratoga, and that's the Turf Club Lounge. Um, I think it's made a big improvement over the years. They've added multiple TVs. I think there's like, four or five TVs in the area. They'll, they usually move the pool table out of the way. Plenty of seating. You also have the outdoor area attached to Turf Club. You can go outside if you want to as well. Have the bar right there. And it's not a place that most lucky loos will go out of their way to um, to loiter. And, you know, you, you should have some space there to, uh, to maneuver. So uh, I think it's an honorable mention if you don't want to go to some of the other places is Turf Club Lounge. The second place, Justin, I'll let you introduce this one. You said you probably found a, an ADR ready for this. And it's a Magic Kingdom resort. Yes. So go ahead and bring it in for our second honorable mention. Yeah, let me say this really quickly, because let me throw this out there. Even though I have thrown under the bus um, people from Detroit, or t- the people that love the Detroit Lions, uh, I've thrown under the bus Old Key West. I've thrown under the bus um, Applebee's and TGI Fridays somehow. I don't know how that happened. I will say those may be overrated places. This is a very underrated place and especially it's underrated for newer disney fans for people who haven't been to disney in the last couple years and that is steakhouse 71 steakhouse 71 at contemporary resort is one absolutely incredible you get more for your money at that at that restaurant than you do just about anywhere else when you talk about fine dining on disney property and the reason for that and joe you've talked about this before on split stays is you can't have two high-end, deluxe, really, restaurants in one building. So the fact that you have California Grill up top makes it to where Steakhouse 71 has to be a different price range. It's got to be more affordable, but the quality of the food is incredible. But I will tell you this, and a lot of people might not realize this. When you walk in Steakhouse 71, there's a decent-sized little bar sitting there. That bar is meant for people who are waiting for tables, stuff like that. That bar, though, is surrounded by TVs, and it is a fantastic spot to watch a game because you can go there, catch multiple games going on. Or if it's Super Bowl, if they're all going to be on all the TVs, have drinks and you, it's a, also a, a full service bar 
there. So you can actually have dinner ordered as well. Have a nice steak dinner, have a nice martini, beer, and watch the game. I don't think this is something that's going to work for the whole family, but if it's just you and you're just wanting somewhere to go to watch the game while the family maybe goes to the park or does something else, Steakhouse 71 for me is one of the most underrated places on Walt Disney World property. And there are reservations available right now <laughs> as of... Uh... Right now I could get a... Let me give you this. Um, so right now I am on the app. I can get for Steakhouse 71 a 750 or an 850. So I get 750. I'm going to be on an hour, hour and a half late to the game. Here's the thing, though. You don't really want a reservation because it's going to put you in the dining True. room. There's no there's no TVs. You're going to want to get there nice and early and get a spot at the bar. Just camp out. Um, and be able to sit there. But if you do want to go to Turf Club, I mean, there is a 4, 405, 410, 415, 420, 425, 430, 445, 450, 510. So limited availability. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen more more open reservations for a place. Joe, why do people not <laughs> people like your love it, man? Money? Talk to your talk to our food and beverage people. <laughs> it's it's it's, uh, it's the resort of last resort. The people love we're t- it. We're 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 eleven days away from the Super Bowl, and I can get a I could I could literally get a time also at any time I want. Lounge. Hey, you know it's it's underrated. You know what I'm saying it's it's off the beaten path, which is what I love about it. It's the underdog. So, <laughs> uh, Mike and Dan, any thoughts on the honorable mentions? Either Turf Club Lounge or uh, Stickout Seventy One. No, it sounds like a solid option. I, you know, uh, especially if it have all that availability. Um, I'm sure it'll be similar to sitting in your hotel room with nobody. So, um, you know, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm. I'll, I'll jump in there. So, like, I'll let the cat out of the bag here. So, I was talking to Justin earlier today. Uh, we're going to be down in in Disney. I think we were supposed to be there starting on Monday, the twelfth. And I, you know, I was looking at it. And I knew, I knew we were talking about this tonight. I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my flight. I'm gonna go down to Disney on on Super Bowl Sunday morning, and I'm gonna go watch the Super Bowl somewhere on Disney property. Uh, completely poor planning on my part, by the way, because we're what we're like. 13, 12 days from the Super Bowl, there is very little availability, especially at the places that we've mentioned. And Turf at the Club number, has availability. <laughs> right, <laughs> at the number one place. So I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to watch the Super Bowl on Disney property. I was thinking Rick's or our number one spot, no availability whatsoever. So uh, even Splitsville, no availability. I could go just... to a lounge, but one place that I'm thinking of is Geyser Point over in the wilderness. Uh, I think that would be kind of a cool place as long as the weather cooperates to be able to be outside watching it there. So this that's kind of like my my dark horse there that I was thinking about. I was talking to Rick today, too. I'm like, hey, can you find out if they're actually doing anything for the Super Bowl? Is there just going to be low key? And plus, I'll be able to see Rick Reagan uh, during the Super Bowl because he has to work that night. So that's that right now. That's my possibility of going to watch the Super Bowl. If I could sneak in anywhere else, uh, I'm, I'm going to do that as well. And, I, and I'll report back. That's not going to happen. I'm, I'm laughing here to myself. Dan's going to be sending us photos of himself sitting in the corner at Saratoga, like by himself in the Turf Club Lounge <laughs> with nobody around him. So. <laughs> but, so, well, there you go. That's that's our honorable mentions. But, Dan, you mentioned um, our number, or possibly our number one. I would have had us at number two, but you guys said this would be at number one. So, Dan, tell us what are the number one place to watch the Super Bowl at Walt Disney World for our list is. I'm, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think this is the best place. I mean, it, it has the most to offer. Uh, I think you're going to, you know, they have a humongous jumbo TV there along with, I think, 17, like, huge TVs. Uh, and that's going to be uh, City Works Eatery and Poorhouse over in Disney Springs. 
they have good food there. You know, I don't know. I don't know what Justin would call this. Would this be like maybe chilies or I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, I <laughs> so like okay, chilies. maybe this will be like chilies, chilies for Justin. But again, they have they have over ninety beers on tap there. Uh, they actually have tickets for this, and they're completely sold out. So I, that's what I found out that you had to buy, actually buy a ticket to be able to go to this event at at uh, at City Works. And I am way behind the ball here. But this again, this looks like a great place because again, Disney Springs. Uh, you'll be able to hear the game because they have they have a great AV system there where the, you'll be able to hear the game, you know, with a huge jumbotron. Uh, and again, it's a great place to be able to be around a bunch of other people. You're gonna you're gonna have 49er fans. You're gonna have Chief fans. Uh, I was just, and I know you guys are gonna be jealous. I was just on Independence of the Seas about a week and a half ago. We were at Playmakers during uh, the playoff weekend, and while I didn't have a, a dog in the fight, it was fun being able to see, you know, Lions fans and Chiefs fans and, like, everyone going back and forth, and Playmakers was hopping, and it was a good time. So, I mean, I, I think that that whole atmosphere, when you don't really – when I'm not going to be disappointed either way on how the game goes, uh, it, it's a really fun atmosphere to be in, and I think City Works is definitely the number one spot on Disney property. Yeah, I agree. I think it's got some great opportunity to watch it. Like you said, the huge TVs, tons of you know beer selections and great food. I mean, put it all together. I'm sure it's going to be a great event. Uh, hopefully, that with the ticketed events, it won't be too you know too crowded there, but you'll be able to get a good view. But I think it's a fantastic uh, you know fantastic idea to go there. Justin, whenever you're finished. <laughs> yeah, um, I, so I haven't eaten there in ten years. Probably it's been it's been a long time. Um, since I've been, I don't know. I'm thinking of Paradise Hill 37. I don't think I've ever been to. City I don't think Works, it's been around right? for ten years. Yeah. No, I don't think it has either. I think you're right. Um, no, I don't think I've ever been here. I look. I mean, it's from what everyone said. I mean, this is the spot to go, which is interesting because when you think about it, Rick's is the one that's you know the sports bar on property, but this seems like the Disney's kind of said, hey, this is what this is where we're going to send people. Is what we're going to do. I just I, I think overall what we get from this is I really hope Disney use utilizes what they have i mean look you own espn like you you have the space they could create something that would bring people to the bubble imagine, a, fe imagine like a festival like they could like make espn wild world of sports imagine mickey and minnie in their football outfits i mean we've all seen it you know what i mean imagine being able to do meet and greets with stuff like that like imagine Giant doing beer garden like i said a whole a whole festival a whole you know a beer garden you do the the watch party, and you have in each of the buildings you have a watch party for each team. So if you're cheering for the Chiefs, you go in this one. If you're cheering for, the, you know what I mean. You choose where you want to go. A great idea. And I think you know you you could actually put up the game, but then you could actually put up like a screen, you know. And don't look, you're Disney. Anyone's gonna work with you. You could put up a uh, watch party that's happening at the, you know, like like the McCammons were just at a watch party at Ford Field for the for the Lions. They're gonna have those at you know the the 49ers and the Chiefs fields like put up what the, what's hap what's happening there like i they have a dj like have the have that stuff going on they could charge they could realistically charge charge $100 a head you know what i mean and then pay for drinks or you can pay another price you get a different color wristband and it's all you can drink all you can eat um you know $300 a person or whatever and people are going to pay it they're just going to if they know they're going to go and they're going to be to see characters and they're going to get to have an experience and it's going to be fun, it's unique. I've paid a lot, you know, I've paid $200 to go have dinner with with, uh, with villains before. So people are going to pay that price. I think Disney has the opportunity to do something great around like the Super Bowl or 
you know, other big events. It's just having someone that's going to take the initiative and say, Hey, this is what we're going to do. Like there's, I know I understand there's probably logistical headaches with it because I think it was a CBS has the Super yeah, Bowl year, yeah. for however many more years. No, it, rot- it rotates every but year. Still. I mean, yeah, you pay the fee. You know what I mean? You pay whatever fee you need to pay to, to do it. You're going to make that money back and make it, make it an amazing place. Make it a place where the people want to come if they're a fan of that team. Look, I saw a thing where if you wanted to sit the first 20 rows at the Super Bowl for a family, for two people, for for two people, for flights, for a uh, hotel, for meals and the tickets in the first 20 rows, it was sixty three thousand dollars. You're not telling me that those people like that would want to experience something like that. If you said we're throwing a Chiefs watch party at Walt Disney World. DJs, all this fly down. We're gonna have all these events going on. We'll do a Chiefs fireworks party, you know, and then we'll do a 49ers fireworks party. Like have events that you sign up for. You're not telling me that you're not gonna bring more people to the bubble. Of course you are. So it would be great to see see Disney really embrace those moments because I know not everyone's a sports fan, but if you are a sports fan, these are big times in the year that we all get together and we all watch and we enjoy it. And uh, and I'm excited, man. It's it's going to be a fun weekend, and I wish we could all do it in Walt Disney World together. But I'll be down there with Dan the day after. So uh, listen, no matter where you're going, there's great places to watch, and hopefully you found somewhere new that maybe you didn't think about with this episode. Yeah, I agree. You know, we talked about quite a few of those places you could go and actually watch it. And you know, if you actually wind up going to one of these places, or you found some hidden gem where you got to watch the game and we didn't even know about it, why don't you take a picture of where you're at, post it on our DDP Facebook page, because we have some amazing posts on that Facebook page, and it brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. All right, guys, I'm so happy to be back doing Picks of the Week. It's been quite a while since we were able to do some, and I'm excited to get these great picks in this week. And uh, Justin, why don't you tell me, what's your pick of the week? Ooh, I like going first. Sorry, my air conditioner just kicked on. I, I was trying to mute my mic, and then I realized it's my turn. Uh, my pick is going to go to Susan Martell. She said, uh, some of you may remember Rowan's third birthday was Haunted Mansion themed and uh, was Halloween costume. Well, today at Memento Mori, Rowan found his ultimate souvenir, a Madame Leota wig and cape. Love this kid. Dude, that thing's awesome. I didn't know they had that to Memento Mori. Guess who's making a trip over to Memento Mori real soon? This guy. That way you and I, dude, we can be the uh, we can be the same. We'll wear it together. Very cool. Great pick. Uh, Dan, what's your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to our buddy Mike Taylor. Uh, when I saw this picture, I knew exactly what he was going to post. He says, I know I've got Disney on the brain because every time I see this building instantly, I think of Mission Breakout. If you see the picture, I mean, it looks, I mean, just at, at a quick glance, it looks exactly like Mission Breakout. Uh, he's got 310 days left uh, to his next trip. He has a big upgrade coming soon. So uh, congrats to him. And he is definitely my pick of the week this week. And it was his birthday very recently, I believe. So yeah. uh, happy birthday to him as well, too. Happy Joe, what's birthday. your pick of the week? My pick of the week goes to uh, Lindsay Ray, and she writes on our DDP Today uh, podcast family Facebook page, even though it was a chilly trip, I'd still rather be in Disney than be back in snowy Buffalo than this morning. Uh, really love being able to catch Festival of the Arts at Epcot. They got to meet Figment, 
Catch the Disney on Broadway series, Paint the Mural, and See Harmonious. They also did a split stay, which this post tugged at my heart. Uh, the first one staying at Boulder Ridge, and the second at, for the first time. Then one night at Saratoga to see the beautifully renovated rooms. And anytime you can post any pictures of any resorts at Disney, you're going to get my pick of the week. Very cool. Great pick. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Joshua Nutt. And Joshua Nutt does a little bit of a trip recap. He was able to spend some time out in Disneyland. He's got some great pictures on there. Kids had an absolute blast, uh, you know, getting to meet, uh, you know, having to meet, getting to meet Goofy and doing some rides that they really wanted to do. And uh, he actually throws a shout out to Justin because Justin helped him plan that trip. So uh, shout out to Justin and the Way With Me Travel. And uh, I'm glad you had a great time on your trip. Great pictures. And uh, you have my pick of the week. Absolutely love that he had such a good time. And also, Mike Taylor, thank you, brother. We're planning his amazing trip as well. So thank you, everybody, for reaching out to Way With Me Travel and let us be a part of your next great adventure, your Disney vacation, your Sandals vacations, anywhere you're going in the world. I want to take a split second really quickly, Joe, before we close up to talk about Sandals yeah. vacations because, look, it's coming. It's coming sooner than you know. 2025, the next DDP, first DDP, adult-only vacation, and that is going to Sandals Granada. Super excited about that. Make sure to get a hold of us and uh, Justin Away With Me Travel, Dan at AwayWithMeTravel.com, and we will get you a quote. These quotes, I'm telling you, they are so affordable for something that is an amazing, all-inclusive resort, and uh, we have a ton of people already booked. Can't wait to see all those people in Granada. We're going to have so much fun. It's going to be an absolute blast. And, uh, man, you trust me, you don't want to miss out on this. And, Dan, you know this better than anybody. The sooner you book sandals, the better, because prices do nothing but go up. Yep. Uh, I think the dates we have are, like, June 9th through the 14th or Correct. something yep. like that yep. of, of next year. So, yeah, I mean, and, again, it, the, the further out you book with sandals and beaches, the price is going to be better. So, I mean, again, you can wait until, you know, later on this year, uh, and there still might be availability, but you are going to pay more then than you would booking sooner. And with sandals, it's pretty good. I think it's $98 down to book it, and then like $302 like later. So it's yes, basically $400, 400 total to book after trip. three weeks. Yeah, and then yeah. you your final payment's not due um, until well into, I think April of 2025 is final payment. So uh, yeah. plenty of time to make payments on that and join us out there. It's going to be a ton of fun. We're going to be out there having drinks. And uh, creating those memories that'll last a lifetime. Looking forward to uh, to an awesome time out there. So I just wanted to mention that I'm actually playing golf. Uh, when this comes out, I've already done it, but I'm playing golf with uh, with our uh, direct sandals rep this week. He's coming to Charleston, and uh, he, you Ooh. know what he said, Joe? He said, "Justin, uh, we need to schedule a meeting." And I said, "That sounds great. I'd love that idea." And he said, "Where do you want to go?" And I said, "How about we play nine holes?" And he said. I love it. So I uh, am turning a, a meeting into fun. Nothing, nothing better than a meeting on the golf course, Joe. Absolutely. That's where deals, uh, that's where deals uh, happen, dude. That's where business is made and, uh, you know, great times on a golf course. So I think it's great that you're, uh, you're doing that. So, uh, with him. So yeah, let us know if there's any kind of even cool stuff that's gonna be going on at that resort. See if you could pick his brain a little bit, you know? So, uh, but I think it's gonna be fun. We've already talked to a bunch of people when we were in Walt Disney world over marathon weekend, cause saying, Hey, you going, this is what we're doing. And there's a lot of interest. A lot of people have already booked, put their deposit down. I will give a little PSA here, kind of a funny story before we close out today's show. Uh, you put your deposit down, right? Dan and, and, Justin and then the way with me travel team will help you out with that. Uh, however, um, there will be a second charge that comes to your credit card. It will be out of a company out of Miami. 
Um, so if you see that charge, that is Sandals charging your credit card. It is not fraud. So unlike yeah, don't me, cancel that uh, charge, I thought, okay, please. Yeah. Yeah, don't cancel the charge. I thought my credit card had been compromised, and uh, it was a little bit of a headache. Justin did double check that my reservation is fine. It did send the deposit back to them. So uh, yeah, that is a uh, a legit charge. So just who, want to put that PSA. Who, it, who there, so. is Unique Vacations? Who is that? I didn't. I didn't know what that anything. was. I googled it. it I don't know. <laughs> So out of Miami, Florida. So go figure. So, but uh, yeah. But right now, the next big event is Super Bowl coming up. And Walt Disney World had a great time talking about uh, the show. Hopefully, we helped out. If we have any of our DDP family members going to be down there for the Super Bowl. Uh, you let us know where you watched the game. How was it? Take some pictures. Let us know how the atmosphere was. Post it on our Facebook page. Uh, it's always good to see what different experiences are out there. So great show tonight, guys. Uh, Dan, we'll go to you to close it out. Any uh, closing words? I know. Great show. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. I Like I said, I'm going to be in, in Disney World for the Super Bowl. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll even go live a couple of times. Hopefully, I didn't choose my hotel room by myself to watch the game. Hopefully, I I have uh, you know some patrons you know around and you know there's a, like a party atmosphere. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I don't know exactly where I'm watching the game, but uh, it's going to be in a fun spot. All right, to so the resident uh, Giants fan and the uh, cast here, Mike, what do you got for closing words? Uh, I'm glad I get to finally get back on the show after a few weeks of missing you guys, so it was great to get back and talk a little Disney tonight. Hopefully we gave you guys some ideas on what you want to do for your Super Bowl. Uh, if you happen to be down in Disney or if you want to be down in Disney in the future year when the Super Bowl's going on. But uh, glad to see you guys, and I'm looking forward to Patreon tonight. All right, and Mr. Lazy Boy, to close it out, Justin, what do you got? Yeah, shout out uh, Oki West patrons. Shout out Detroit Lions fans. Shout out Applebee's. Shout out Chili's, uh, you know. Shout out all our peeps that I love you. There's nothing but love coming from over here for everything that we we discussed tonight. We don't want to throw you under the bus. Um, look, this the Super Bowl is something that I love. It's something that kind of Disney is, and that brings people together. I mean, it's you know when we talk about this show and we talk about Walt Disney World and Disney Vacations, it's it's a time we all come together under one umbrella that we all know and love this product and and what it is, and we create memories during Super Bowl, you know, whether it's be with your friends, your family, by yourself in your hotel room with Mike, uh, you know, it's, it's all fun and that's what it's all about. So knowing where you can go on Walt Disney World property to make the most out of your vacation for not only yourself, but also for your family, but also be able to enjoy those moments with complete strangers uh, to cheer on, you know, whether it's your team or not, um, to cheer on the Super Bowl and to have fun is really something special. So let us know where you where you enjoy maybe we missed something i can't wait to hear your uh, your thoughts about it but look the super bowl in walt disney world's a ton of fun plan it sometime and mike nailed it if you want low crowds go during the super bowl get that ipad ready and uh, you'll make a ton of friends and you'll ride a ton of rides so really really fun thanks boys this was a great episode yeah, great episode, guys. Had a lot of fun recording it. So, Justin, thank you for letting me host uh, tonight's show. Uh, we're going to roll into Patreon. Patreon, stand by. You guys are on deck. And that's going to conclude uh, tonight's episode for the uh, Super Bowl at Walt Disney World. So, hope you guys enjoyed it. And as Justin always says, I'm sitting in a chair tonight, but we'll see you real soon, guys. Have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night. See you. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen, 
and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the and that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.